Buddhism. 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 Yeah, for the boys. What up, boys? All right, Untamed. We are back. And ready for action. We got P, always. You got your boy. And uh, today we got my wife, Michelle, kicking her off. So um, yeah, let's have a good episode. Also, if you want to see TikToks, YouTube, go ahead and subscribe. Check those out. Links are always posted. Well, I just found out that my wife shaves her face. Breaking news. I didn't really know what that meant. I was like, what? Are you still my razor? Are you still my shit? She's like, no, there's acupuncture things that you just... I don't think that's right, but... I don't... We'll I don't think... I don't think he's right. Either, it can't but. be right. <laughs> I feel like a lot of guys listen to this. Yeah, mostly. Do you know though? You don't know what your demographic is. Um, demographic is from what I see by the stats, people between like I don't know, twenty-five to thirty-five-ish. Some a little younger, but mostly dudes. I yeah, like. Somewhere around like 88, 90%. I can say with confidence that they they probably are shaving their face just in a different way that you are with your acupuncture, as Brad likes to put it. Yeah, I guess it's we're shaving not, our peach buzz. Yeah, I, I well, haven't shaved my forehead, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> you shave your forehead? No, I haven't, but I'd, oh, okay. I'd love to know what it feels like. Can you fill us in? It feels very nice, but I feel like so what is it called? It's called dermaplaning. Dermo, I was close. Yeah, I was going to say, you're in the ballpark. <laughs> dermaplaning. But it's like that peach fuzz that like everybody has on their face that you have on your forehead or cheeks. Okay. So, you rub oil on your face. Go on. And you take this little razor and you just shave it all off. Like a straight blade. Kind of, yeah. But it has little prongs on the end that no massage your face while you shave no. <laughs> but it just shaves off all that dead skin and it like exfoliates your skin but also takes off the peach fuzz so your makeup lays like smoothly on your face have you ever seen cakey makeup on women all over the place well that well, explains a lot i think <laughs> Partially, no wonder my foundation is just all clumpy. <laughs> Fuck me. I think I need to get acupuncture. Yeah, I've never seen this commercial. I Are think you tired of cake on your face. <laughs> well, do we got a solution for you? Yeah, the sharp ass knife that'll take the top layer of your skin off. Yeah, it also massage it and exfoliate at the same time. Not you bad. need a girl in the bar and she has cake face. Be like, have you ever heard of dermaplaning? Oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah, that'll go over smoothly. <laughs> yeah, because you ah. probably know, or if she doesn't know, then I got a by explaining it <laughs> like uh so it actually makes it so your makeup's not very cakey because <laughs> you got a little bit of a cake going on all right <laughs> you, know, you ever seen a one-year-old smash his face into it <laughs> you know it's like that but brown hey you just but, you know, take off that cakey. peach butt peach fuzz and the dead skin and it's like smooth like baby's butt i was actually wondering like that baby's like mm-hmm. me me and Brad were golfing today, and I looked over at him, and I was like, bro, your forehead is a bit peach fuzzy. You should probably take care of that. 
did you think that? Because I looked at his cheeks after I told him, like, I was... <laughs> I dermoplaned and I was like... <laughs> You're damn right I thought that. I'm dead serious as well. <laughs> oh, Jesus I was like, I, I can't have this. Yeah, how you've heard of dermo or thermoplaning. It's probably good for guys to do because you guys have dead skin on your face. Yeah. Do you exfoliate? Like, in the shower. Do you, like, Boy, take exfoliator I. and, like exfoliate the dead skin off your face i like yeah. to think i know I do. you do it on your neck but do you do it on your face the, the good thing about being a man <laughs> <laughs> you know we're more rugged so we can to, get away with it we also don't have to wear makeup so it doesn't cake on us this is true it's just good to exfoliate once in a while oh i'm sure you're right get this, that dead skin off thermoplaning dermo dermoplaning might be a <laughs> Step ahead of me. Oh, it makes sense. Like dermo, like skin, dermatology. Oh, see, we finally found a common term. Boom! <laughs> Click. Yeah, light bulb just went on. Not bad. Oh, why did you just say so? <laughs> well, this is definitely smooth, like a baby's butt. You know, I'm about to turn 33, and I feel like I had to do it before. Yeah, well, I mean, it's better to get ahead of the game. <laughs> yeah, quite frankly, you should, probably should have been doing it a while ago. But. <laughs> yeah, so all you dudes out there, dermoplaning. Mm, not out. hydroplaning, <clears throat> dermoplaning. Not thermoplaning. Yeah. Tell the girls at the bar, girls that you meet, you're like, listen, you're real pretty, but then when I see that makeup on your face, you need a, you need a dermoplaning. <laughs> yeah, do you want to build somebody up and then tear them down instantly to gain control? <laughs> Oh, you're really pretty, you're... but you got a little cakey. You're making it a little cakey right now, so you know you're make you look eight. better. Yeah. Uh, if you want to hit those eight point two numbers, try dermal planning. Yeah, <laughs> because you're a bit fuzzy on the forehead, and I didn't want to right. point it out in front of everyone. That's why I pulled you aside. Okay, yeah. you want to tank your game? Do exactly. That. <laughs> I feel like I have good advice. I mean, it might work. I mean, it depends what kind of relationship you want. But There's a good job I was going to take you home until I noticed the amount of fuzz. Yeah. And it just it turned me off. So here's my card. Yeah, I actually have a razor bag in my place uh, if you want to join me. We I'll can shave together. Have a drink or two. See what shave together. How cute. Yeah, cute date no. night idea. People who... Oh my Shave God! Together, brother. stay it, together, huh? That's the old saying. Oldest time. If you fucking send me a picture, I mean, I'll accept if you have like cucumbers on your eyes and you're exfoliating that way. But if I see a straight razor just taking the peach fuzz off your forehead, oh, you know, you're done to my brow. Yeah, you're done. I'm just gonna be like, well, Brad. It was a good run. It was but... a good run. I'm about to smolder you right now. <laughs> yeah. The next picture is going to be your weenie tug between your legs. <laughs> Just being a full on girl. Oh, yeah. Did I shop it... at Target, buddy. Don't worry. And have you ever seen that video of someone tucking their wiener? Isn't that called something? Well, <laughs> hold on. <Yeah>. Tranny. <laughs> no. Yeah, like, it's like a dance. You tuck your weenie. Like, Guys, what kind of videos do you watch? Don't guys what do in the that? world? You better what kind of videos phone. do you watch? I mean, this I'm is like, like an hey, old video, but don't you guys do that to play around? Isn't it? <laughs> what in the hell? Like, hey, we Brad, tuck you our a good weenies. Joke? No. The only time we push our weenies down is to sit on the toilet. Yeah. 
or in the morning when you have to fight just taking a piss. But it's like the helicopter. The like you guys do the helicopter and you also like tuck it. Yeah, we play with it. We don't tuck it. Oh, okay. The whole thing has ever been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think you people would be so offended. Okay. You have a weird fantasy about a weenie, like a helicopter weenie. Sure, once in a while, but <laughs> it's I'm not like to weird. go through my wife's search history. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You can see helicopterweenies.com. Yeah, followed by tuckingweenies.com. <laughs> tuckingweenies.com. <laughs> I wonder how this works. This is what you guys do, right? What do you guys do for fun? That's what you search. <laughs> Tuck their weenies. <laughs> Certainly you won't see just a bunch of helicopters going on or forehead shaving. <laughs> what do you do for fun? No, it's like when we make fun Golf. of people and they're like, People are just standing in a circle and like, what are these guys doing? Circle jerking or what? <laughs> what are you doing? Tucking their weenies over there? No, I've done that. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> they must be having a blast. Yeah. I what don't girls know. think we do is wild. Yeah, well, this is literally a thought that's in my mind. They, we tuck our weenies? When have you ever seen me tuck my wiener? Never, like Hey, buddy, good to see you. you. Want to go tuck weenies downstairs? No, back in your trap house days. Boy, do I. <laughs> back in the trap house days. You think we all got together, got, you know, sauced up and just out tucked each other? Yeah, right. Hey, Definitely. you know, it'd be funny if I just took my wiener back and now I just have a bush. <laughs> oh, man. Well, now what do we do? Oh, my God. Yeah, now what? That was cool. We've all tucked. Should we just stand here? There's probably, no, no. you guys should do a podcast on Trap House Days because there's some good stories that came from that place. Oh, they're definitely yeah. stories. Probably a lot that'll get us in trouble. So <laughs> that sounds like an awful idea. Yeah, that sounds like a, a nice try. <laughs> yeah, and Trap House Days uh, for everyone is when we were, I don't know, like 21, 23, 24. <clears throat> Those days were just partying up in a you know, apartments and shit. Yeah, back in the weenie tucking days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or so we thought. Oh God. Anyway, so you never know the good times are there until they pass. Yeah. Well, let's move on to the main topic. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna untuck real quick. Right, thanks, thanks, man. Yeah, I, I better. Um. <clears throat> so me and Michelle were talking the other day, and you know, she got a brother. They've been together how long? Like 15 years? 18, I 18 think. 18 years. Long time. So they've never, ever talked about if they believe in God or not. Or if they believe in any religion or any politics. They just don't talk about it. And I was like, that's fucking weird. How do you not talk about something that's such a big staple in your life? And, <clears throat> you know, we kind of going on and then you know we're a lot of the same page we actually talked about a lot of this before we actually got together i mean you know when we're first dating i guess i should say we talked about a lot of this and so it's just very odd to us that people don't do that p did you and like maddie talk about like a bunch of that shit before you guys got together no not not necessarily we just kind of got to know each other and from that point just kind of already figured out without you know just blatantly being like yes i believe in this i believe in this we got to feel for each other and then develop from that point okay um when it came to 
how to raise our children. Yes, absolutely. We ha- we have those talks. Wait, because so I feel like they're adult conversations. Yeah, but before you, like, okay, so you just like observed each other and didn't talk about this as if it yeah. was like a like you just observed like so it never came up no and it didn't necessarily come up like directly but it was like a you know talk about your upbringing your family that way you can kind of get an idea without directly asking the question you can get a feel and then like that way you kind of already know but when it came to like important things like asking her to marry me and going forward with raising our kids. Yeah. Those are conversations that we had as far as expectations or like, I'm not going to get super involved if you expect this out of me because that's just not. So was that before you got married, you talked about like how you would raise your kids. Oh yeah. Yeah, how long before how long did you and maddie date for i don't think i know that know that uh we dated for almost it was like 10 months okay so pretty not fast a year. not as fast yeah. as us but yeah but, still but less, i knew her i knew her before yeah like we we had had our history and a lot of the things that led up to us getting married was just like us getting to know each other as as people and then also how you know similar situations we were in it was very easy to relate and talk to her so we already had a a direction of we're both kind of heading this way so we need to kind of iron out the details mm-hmm. especially as far as like are your views the same as mine you know when it comes to raising your kid what are the expectations going forward, like not as like a spreadsheet as it may yeah. seem to be, but well, just- I mean, those, those have got to be conversations to have, right? Like you have to talk to them. Like me and Michelle talked about stuff. I feel like it's, you know, it comes up sooner or later, like your family's background, like your family's super Christian or Mormon or Catholic mm-hmm. or whatever. Like it'll come up, you know, somewhat, especially if you meet the parents and stuff, you're like, Oh, well let me fill you in. Right. And something usually comes up, maybe not, but like sooner or later, I feel like it comes up. Um, so my question is to you, P how long before, um, I guess maybe you were going to get married or whatever. Cause you guys both had kids, but how long before did you have that conversation? Like before you got married, like the day before your wedding day, you were like, "Hold on, baby." Before we pull the trigger. <laughs> no, it was, it was more of just like a. I don't know. I guess it wasn't like a conversation that we had to have, like fully addressed as like that's the conversation that we're having. But, I mean, it was like a a best interest for her daughter. So as long as she saw that I had you know, good intentions and was going to be able to, you know, be a father for a kid and vice versa. Then once we figured that out and established that, then we can move on and kind of guide our way through that. Okay. Yes. I knew her background of her entire family 
and she she never tried to hide it or anything like that but also like i understood that that's that comes with the whole package so i wasn't going to shy away from it and it's i mean yeah she has a big family so there's a lot of different stories there but in a nutshell it's like yeah i know this is what you're about which is what i'm trying to pursue like i love you i want to spend my life with you all this on the side isn't necessarily like baggage the way that you're trying to make it seem to be it's just like what i'm going to adapt with yeah we uh so we talked a little bit about it and one of the main things that we talked about was like when these conversations happen like you have to have them i feel like it's just when and when people don't have those conversations it's odd right because we're, we're like okay we boiled it down to like maybe when you have kids or when you're about to have kids or something like, cause then you have to raise them and be like, Hey, how are you want to raise them? You know, because I feel like when you have that conversation, you have to hit a lot of angles because there's other kids involved in school and how you want to approach things together as a team. So you got to be on the same page. So you have to talk about things like, okay, do you want to put religion in this kid's life or belief of God? Do you want to put, you know, like, any form of Buddhism, 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 Buddhism? yeah. But the boys, but up, boys. That's why I married my wife because of my Buddhism. <laughs> what is it called? Buddhism. Buddha, uh, yeah, Buddhism. Sure. Buddhist. I, mean, I don't know. Buddhists. Buddhists. Yeah, Buddhist. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, the Buddhist. <laughs> my Buddhism was real strong, and I was oh, like, right, yeah, that's, that's, my, that's my girl. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you talk about, you know, these different stuff. Like it has to come up sooner or later. Like it has to surface because then otherwise I don't feel like you can raise your kids properly because you'll fight or be back and forth. Well, the thing is is so my brother and his girlfriend, they're not married, but they've been together for 18 years and they don't have kids. <clears throat> and so my whole thing, like one day I was just like, well, what does Kelly believe in? And he was just like, I don't know. And I was like, you've never talked about that. Like, that's just mind blowing to me. Like how to me, I guess it's just like an off topic. Like if you're not on the same page about something, then you just don't talk about it. Cause there is people that we know in our lives that don't believe in the same thing that have been in relationships or is in a current relationship. Do you just not talk about that? Cause you're not on the same page about it. Like, is that just an off topic and like a no go? I mean, that's a good question. Cause it's, yeah, it's just like, okay, well, do they just agree to disagree or is it just like, no, we don't want to talk about that. And they brush it off. So they never, find out where the other one coming from or anything. If they're just like, no, we disagree here. We don't talk about it. Cause I feel like that's not good. But if you can come to a, <clears throat> at least come to, you know, some sort of a res- resolution where you're like, well, I think this way, you think this way, we don't agree upon that. Maybe we can, you know, cut our losses and 
how does it work though like how is it a functional relationship if you believe in the exact opposite if you're because my brother's atheist and i don't know i've never talked to his girlfriend about it but like if she believes in god and he's atheist like how do you work on or like this i don't know i'm just very very confused on that i think it's just their importance levels like they don't they don't view that as like a a main like deal breaker thing Mm, because if they did they probably would have you know had the conversation i don't think it's necessarily like trying to avoid a topic or something it's just like something that's not that important to them yeah but then you bring kids into the mix that uh, that's what i was gonna say is they don't have children together so when you but bring a kid into it, you you have to have that conversation, right? Because it's going to steer one way or the other. A topic that hasn't been a, a fight or even a you know a thought in your mind completely changes when you bring someone else into it because you're naturally going to want to raise it the way you were raised or what you believe. But now you have two different beliefs that will completely just cause chaos. So. <laughs> If you like in their situation, I think if they were to plan on having a kid or if they even have a surprise kid, what have you, that conversation is going to hit them like a ton of bricks because they've never had it. And now they're forced to have it, whether they like it or not. I just think, too, like I think Brad and I have talked before, like maybe in a way some maybe not resentments but some type of feeling could come from it of like you being like oh you believe in your you are atheist yeah i don't think we don't talk about that like that we're trying to say like your parenting style i think parenting style but also more than that your relationship in general like i think that's going to take an impact on your relationship because you're sitting there and saying oh well you're atheist and i believe in god like there has to be some type of feeling about that like that will evolve or maybe even continue in the relationship is what i feel like would happen you're saying like it's not a strong opinion so they don't talk about it but like it's gonna cause cracks in your relationship somewhere in this I think it will when you bring someone else into it, like a kid. Yes, that'll definitely bring it into it. But if that's not their plan, if they don't have kids or don't have someone that that they have to guide or, you know, raise, then, I mean, if it's not a problem to them, then I don't think it's that big of a deal. It could be a big deal when you do... But my brother is so, I think my brother is very strong about his opinion on being atheist. And I think that does affect his relationship. Like an outsider looking in with kids Mm -hmm. or not. I think it does, maybe not that, I mean, I think that his strong beliefs on those things, because I mean, God, I've had conversations with my brother and we've gone rounds and... things like that but i think there has to be 
some type of feeling from her if she's not on the same page about that. And maybe she just sits down and doesn't say anything because she doesn't believe in that. And that's why they have never had that conversation. Maybe because they know where it's going to lead into this. But I think, honestly, I think you're right. I think with, you know, when people have conversations and they don't like it, it builds resentment. And that comes out in other ways. Like it comes out in, you know, a fight about the dishes or something or fight about something else. Like it'll just like, I actually don't like you. And when you piss me off, it brings up these other emotions. Maybe you don't know where they're coming from, but it'll come from resentment. And I feel like, I feel like this, this will happen if you're, you know, if you believe pretty strongly into something. Well, we, (laughs) we have had things that I haven't spoken of, like Brad leaving the dishes in the sink. Wait, for years. For years, that bothered me. And I mm-hmm. just kept it in, kept it in, kept it in. I had no idea. In. I had no and idea that leaving, like, you know, because we had, we'll just, I'll just eat breakfast, eat cereal, put dishes in the sink. You know, there's like three bowls in the sink or something. And that bugged her for years. I had no idea. I was like, yeah, we'll do the dishes, there's like three in there. It's fine. Until we <laughs> went to therapy and realized that this is an issue. But I think that's what I'm saying. Like, someone, has to speak of it in the 18 years that you're together or in the years that you're together, you're going to speak of your beliefs or whatever, whatever you feel it's going to come up and maybe that other person's just going to stay silent or it's going to bother you in some type of way. If you're not on the same page is my thing. Yeah. Like with the dishes stuff, like it came out in other ways. Like she'd be mad at me about other things. I'm like, why is this such a big deal? And then later on, like it came out, you know, we went through like some therapy and stuff to kind of work on ourselves. And we did some coupling stuff and, and then that came out and I was like, I had no idea. I was like, it's well, not it's a like, big deal to put dishes. Like I'll put my dishes away. Like I just didn't think it was a big deal in the sink. Cause we're going to do it a bit when there's a few more to fill up the, you know, the washer, <clears throat> but it was, and like, it came out in other ways. And I kind of realized that once it surfaced, I was like, Oh, okay. Well, this is probably why she's, you know, mad about like the floors or, you know, whatever. Like, I'm pretty sure it just piles up and she's just so mad about the dishes that, you know, like it just comes out in other ways. Like she'll get extra mad about something else. But like when we resolve that, you know, it, it wasn't. You see what you had to, had to do there is you had to put pieces of a puzzle together mm-hmm. that you just had to make sense of. It's like, I can't remember where I heard this, but it was like a man like will understand maybe like 20, 25% of what you say to him and like, he'll actually take it in, (laughs) but he understands 0% of what you don't tell him because you don't say anything. So if it's not said, then we don't know. We're not mind readers. I mean, there's sometimes you don't even understand ourselves. So if you don't say anything, then absolutely we're not going to get it. And just kind of what Brad was going with there, like started putting the pieces of the puzzle together to try and, you know, see, okay, this led to this, to this, to this, to this, when none of that was said. So it was just like, you put that together and then just be like, present it like, well, is that why you're feeling this way? And then a lot of times it's like, maybe, I don't know. But we've already like put a lot of thought into it. 
just yeah. we're not that great of I mean we're not even good when you tell us flat out like we'll, we'll <laughs> try and understand it but if you don't say a damn thing we don't understand it that's for damn sure that's a 100% guarantee if you don't tell yeah. us and we don't know we're not going to figure it out ourselves yeah because we don't know we don't think there's a problem if you don't know there's a problem then how do you fix a problem you don't know about you but know, and, and backtracking a little bit so how you, how you were talking Michelle about um they've been together 18 years and it's it's going to cause a problem and all that it's like well it's been 18 years and it hasn't caused a problem i see what you're saying like it's just building up and that's like how you think and look at it like it's inevitably going to blow up like what if in their case they're just two different people that that situation just won't happen it's like hard to wrap your mind around because like you look at it like oh my gosh like it's going to happen it has to happen because it would drive it has to drive you nuts like in their case what if they just it doesn't even cross their mind they don't really care yeah i just i just don't really think i don't know how a relationship functions if you're not on the same page about things but that's your mentality about a relationship so yeah. my my question is, do you think it's more of a surface level relationship than a deeper one? Because how deep can you go if you don't know these certain things about somebody else? Or you don't even want to know. But they might know a lot more about each other than, you know, me or my wife or you or your wife know about each other. That's just not a subject that they care to go in depth on. Hmm. But they also know each other in depth in other ways that we don't know about our partners. Like it's just everything is different. Relationships are different True. where, where you view as important. They don't. And it could be vice versa. Like they could be mind blown that you don't know this, this and this about Michelle, but, and they're like, how can they function? And you guys, both of you are like, well, that doesn't even bother me. Like, I don't care if he knows this. I don't care if she knows this. That could be the same way they view this particular case. Like, but it's then just it, not, it's not a make or break for them. Yeah. But so, then you throw kids into the mix. Yeah. If that was the case. Yeah. If you had a kid involved, like, how are you going to I'm sure them? there's relationships out there and some that I think of, like, right off the top of my head, where they're completely different in their mm-hmm. beliefs. And like, how do you raise your kid? Hey, I'm going to take, I know, like I was raised in the church and I remember kids would come to church with their moms and they, their dads were just at home drinking and it was hard on the mom. Like, I don't want that for my kid. Well, in that same aspect, the, they're polar opposites, yet they had a kid together. So they've already been understanding and accepting of the complete opposite of them yeah so as far as a kid goes it's not it's not like a tug of war oh you know join my side do that blah blah blah. it's just very open you're already obviously open to a different lifestyle because you married that person and you're with that person so you you love that person and you see them for what they are so when it comes to a kid, 
it should be the exact same. Just whatever way you want to go, I'm going to accept you and help you out. Like you could join, you know, you could do exactly what your, your partner's doing and fully support them because you've already married that person. Like what's the difference there? Yeah. Well, well, Pete, let me hit you with this divorce rates through the roof. Yeah. I mean, divorce rates, I mean, above 60%, close to 70%. So, I mean, staying together a long time. Yeah. But also, you know, marriage is a big thing. Weird how people who get married later on, like, I think after, after two years, I think divorce rates way higher, which is weird. Mm-hmm. You know, I think uh, Jordan Peterson said something about people who get married quick, they just know who they love and that it's such a strong feeling that they're like, hey, I'm going to be in this with you and I'm going to fight through all the rough times more mm-hmm. than somebody who waited it out and like, okay, now I think I'm ready. Yeah. Someone who got married earlier will be like, no, I'm taking this risk and I know it's early and I know all this, but I'm going to risk it with you. You know, I think there's something to that. And, I think so too. <clears throat> but, you know, all that being said, like divorce rate's super high and everything. So, I mean, to me, if you don't know about certain things, you know, there's one-offs and all that. But as like statistics show... You need some foundation. You need some support. You need something to like help you through all these tough times. Because how many, you can probably count on one hand, how many marriages you know that are like plus 25 years. Yeah. You know, who are married, who have been through the shit, who have had kids. Like you can probably count on, you know, one, maybe two hands tops. Right. Mm. And like with that being said, where is the line where you need to find out? who they are, what they know, what they believe in. And we're going to raise kids this way. Like we got to be on the same page. I feel like, and, and I know I get what you're saying. Like you can brush stuff off and be like, Hey, that doesn't matter. But stats are showing that it might like that. It might need to go deeper because divorce rates are so high. We don't exactly know what they are, but I mean, I think personally, I think a lot of stuff is surface level and you know, me and Michelle have been, married for like six years so and we're still learning more and more about each other but i think the more we know the more we can be like okay this is who they are you know and hopefully fall more and more in love with who they are and then you can like figure out like okay how do we work past some of these things or how can we get on the same page on these things right so like my question is like where do you you know where is that line at like do you not talk about this? Is that relationship going to last? Or is that just a one-off? Like, do you agree to disagree? Cause like that's big stuff. Like whether it's politics or religion, whatever it is, I'm going to agree to disagree with you, I guess. Like if you agree to disagree, like, does that affect relationship in other ways you think, you know, Um, it shouldn't, you should, you should be able to have that ability to agree to disagree and just understand that you are still two different people. So you didn't marry your significant other because they're exactly like you. Otherwise you would find something that you hated about them. Like the big thing is like you are opposites. You have, you know, differences of opinion, 
and be that as it may, like you can find it, you know, frustrating. You can not like this certain little aspect about somebody, but that's also, you know, what makes them an individual and why you like, why you want to be with them, why you love them. When it comes to parenting, the big, the big thing is to be able to set differences aside and have a common goal. Like there are different routes. There's you and your wife, you love your wife and you want to be with her for this reason. And there's also a route of parenting your kid and having their best interest in mind while putting that at the forefront, but also knowing that you guys are going to be able to coexist just fine and work on yourselves at the same time because you're not going to love every little fucking thing about each other. You're going to hate each other for certain things. No. One thing that we did talk about was like if our kid comes home, like we live in a community that is very strong LDS based community. And if our kid comes home and is like, oh, so-and-so was talking about God and Brad's like atheist and he's like, oh, yeah, that's, like, what some people believe. And I'm like, no, like, that is, God is, you know, and, like, go yeah, into explaining. Instant fight. Right. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, to have the, like, that's going to come up at some point in your relationship yeah. with a child. And how is that supposed to be cohesive? Yeah, it, it uh, maybe maybe having kids is the line, you know. Maybe that's it. But I think I think when you have kids, it's a definite line in the sand. Like, how are we going to raise this kid? Are we going to be like, hey, we agree to disagree, but what do you tell your kid? You know, like if if Sam atheist, but you know, I'm not. But if I was, and I was like, well, you know, kids just. You know, people believe that there's this thing in the sky that they want to, you know, that they want to worship. Um, you know, and something along those lines. Like, if you imagine telling your kid that, and then your spouse, significant other, was religious, they would get offended by that. You know, they'd be like, what do you mean you told our kid this thing was a thing in the sky? Like, you can be two different people, I guess. And in... A relationship you can be to your own person right and you should be but like when it comes to a kid maybe that's where I, th- I think there has to be a conversation with the people right being like hey we have to find a common ground to tell the kid so we might yeah. agree to disagree but we have to find some common ground to be like hey this is what we're going to tell our kid you know, you have to find that common ground because you know, you know how it is. Be like being a parent. Like imagine if Maddie did something that fucked with your core values. And you're like, hold up. We didn't even talk about this stuff. You know, like how much, how much problems or fights would that cause? I think it would cause a lot, you know, especially if they're like undermining you all the time. Or you even know? go yeah. into like a funeral, like taking a kid to a fun- Oh, where did they go? You know what I mean? Like, oh, that's like... like Bury a dead person. You know? You know, I mean, I don't know it, what atheists exactly say, like, you know, fully, like, I know there's different types of atheists, and there's different, you know, scientific whatever 
big bang theory whatever you want but yeah like if you if you personally have some belief in god you want you probably want your kid to be like hey there's an afterlife so what you do here matters and then but if your atheist person is like well i i don't believe in that stuff when you die you die you're just in the ground your life's over you probably have a different perspective you're going to teach the kid and put that on like i feel like that's a big thing as like well, growing up well the thing is about about kids is they're definitely in like you know santa claus fairy tale yeah whatever whatever you have to do to help them understand the situation you know if, if someone passed away and you have to tell them whatever you have to tell them to kind of ease their mind so be it like even if if you don't believe if you're atheist and that helps them get by then yeah tell them that what they need to hear they're yeah. going to make up their own mind throughout their lives inevitably it's going to happen oh i mean thousand percent we have different views than our parents right yeah absolutely and once you get older like you'll appreciate the fact that they notice that you're just a kid and made it easier. You can make up a bold faced lie that you don't believe in and it helped them get by in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I think kids are resilient, but I'm talking about like, like parenting the two couples who are in it, they're going to battle over it. I think, you know, like the kid might, you know, form his own view later on and that's fine. And it, mm. they should honestly, but, you know, that being said, you know, with the, with the parents and stuff who are teaching them, like, if they don't have any common grounds or anything, they're going to battle. Well, like, if they didn't have that conversation. I was going to say, in, in that scenario, there's, you know, you're talking two parents and one kid. There's two adults there. Those adults need to have those conversation to better the kid because there's only two people that are mature enough and old enough to make a decision. Don't let it affect the one who doesn't have any say over it. I, so I have a question. Need... Sorry. Okay. No, go ahead. So you and Maddie are on the same page about things, right? Oh yeah. But you have a co-parenting relationship. Are but you on the yeah. same page in beliefs like that with her? Mm hmm. So you guys see eye to eye on that. We've, we've, talked about that like that's a conversation that we've had to have and just to make sure that when you know certain things pop up you know i mean death is going to happen mm -hmm. you're going to have questions and basically it just comes down to having that having that difficult conversation and it, it is a lot easier when you guys are you know pretty similar on the way you think so it's definitely a smooth transition like if for instance if my son's mom was like over the top religious it would definitely make it harder to have that conversation but i would be willing to meet in the middle or even you know to a certain point where it makes it easier for my son because that's always a conversation we could ha always have later on in life too. You know, if, if he's choosing to, to, to 
do this, then he's already, you know, he's old enough and smart enough to make those decisions. But when he's a kid, it's, you kind of just got to let him get by that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you take kids out of the equation, right. Do you think anyone can get along? Agree to disagree type, or if they just don't talk about things like, say politics or I don't know, big beliefs in their life. Um, you know, I think it creates like an eggshell environment. If you around that topic, address it. Yeah. It it almost makes it like, even if you're to watch a movie or something, something pops up, then it's like, you both know that's in the air and you don't want to talk about it. So we just won't, but inevitably it's going to happen and it's going to, yeah, cause resentment for sure. I think so. I think that, you know, personally, I think if you dig deeper and find out who they are, you have a better understanding and you understand them. Because I feel like that's half the battle is just trying to understand who they are and how they think and what they want. Because if if you're just going by like, oh, I just do what I want and they accept me. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, how strong is your relationship? And that's why who's, I kind of bring up like the surface level stuff. Like who's doing more of the accepting? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Who, who's who's, who's going to break? Yeah. Who's going to ban? Who's going to break? You don't know. And it, the deeper you dig to find out why they act certain ways or why, you know, you can't leave dishes in the sink or whatever, like what actually caused that, like you have a better understanding of who they are. You can help them out or solve problems or get on the same page. But if you, just, if everything's just unknown and all you talk about is work and Hey, this is what we do when we get home. We just play some video games together or we watch some Netflix or we go out. But if you actually don't talk, like how much do you know about that person? How much do you really know besides their general interests, their general food likes, you know, their yeah. mannerisms living so and, and, that, and that's something that also just kind of takes over over time that you don't even realize it's happening because, I mean, if you think about as basic as like when you're going to go on a first date and then you follow up, let's just say three months process, your full interest is to figure everything out and, you know, try and maintain and, you know, stay attractive to them and all that stuff. Once that kind of goes away, then it's it's almost like a comfort of just like, okay, well, I've got it. I've got this, you know, I've landed, I'm I'm in the clear. Yeah. It's when you we don't continue to pursue it, then it just becomes you become almost lazy. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, I think I think for sure you need to continue to date and get to know that person because i think i mean when we first met six years ago almost seven years ago we're completely different people now oh yeah there's something that you can always learn about each other but i also think it comes down to like with relationships i guess for everyone and disagreeing on big topics like that it's like like you said earlier if it's a deal breaker, which I'm learning about, like there's deal breakers. And I think that was like, I didn't even know was a deal breaker, but like 
for me, when we first started dating, I was like, okay, what do you believe in? What are your like beliefs on this or anything like that? Or like relationship wise, like Mm. just so many hard questions I did. We did ask each other in the very beginning. I mean, we did get married in four months, but yeah, I mean, it's quick. <laughs> I showed up. Yeah, we figured out a lot. I thought you were. I thought you were Cody's uh, like assistant. Like no. you just came to help him. Yeah, and I was like, how does he know he's on crutches? Yeah, I was like, I, I need help. Blowing ACL. Yeah. I was like, oh, he just came here to help Cody. I didn't know you were. One no, of I think Brad's you said friend. the opposite. I think you said Cody was there to help P. <laughs> Wait, was P the one on crutches? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that Cody was your yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was Cody's just like, there. Oh, to... he's just his helper because he can't walk. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was coming down a goddamn icy slope on crutches. Right? Oh, yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, that's your friend. <laughs> anyway. Poor guy. <laughs> poor guy. He's out here in the cold. Oh, <laughs> God. That's how fast we got married. I didn't even know your friend group. But. I think, like, it does come down to, like, is this a deal breaker? Like, I can't be in a relationship with someone if they are atheist or if they don't believe in God or, like, we align very much so on our core values. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, a big thing for me. Like, I didn't want to be with someone who didn't have this. I didn't want to raise kids with different core values than me. Like, I wanted someone who was on the same page as me because that's very important to me Yeah. on certain well, and that, things. And that's the thing, too, is, like, it, it's hard to, you know, especially when you start, like, just the dating scene because you were just kind of saying, like, you almost went jumping into long-term. Like, let's let's hear the resume. Can I build my life around this person? And which is fine because if you're done just, dating and whatever like short term you're tired of the short term then yeah you kind of have to look at it that way you kind of have to yeah so it's almost just like "Ah, i'm not gonna waste my time Mm -hmm. or you see this person and you know they start checking off all the boxes and it's like okay well then why wait let's let's do it but like you said you're completely different people from that point to where you're at now Mm -hmm. it's just a matter of like how much you have grown with each other with those core values, because those are always the, I mean, they're core values for a reason, right? The the person doesn't change as far as their beliefs. Well, not beliefs, but like their, yeah, I don't even know how else to explain other than core values. Like, yeah, yeah. Core values. Yeah. Like what's instilled in them like that, that person, that's who they are the same. Yeah, that's who they are. We've talked about that a little bit. And it's a huge factor in making up who you are. Mm-hmm. Like Your core values make up everything. And oh, yeah. so if you don't align, then what? Then, <clears throat> so, Nima Show, we've been through a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. And it's been tough. And I don't think we would still be where we're at if we didn't have like these core values to line back on like, Hey, this is who they are. You know, like this is who I married, you know, like, yeah, people do stupid shit and, you know, we'll have fights and all that. But like, if, if you don't have anything to stand on and you're not aligned on a lot of things, like how do you fight through the tough times? 
Well, even like for the tough times, I'm like, hey, like pray when you're like, because that's what we believe in. Like, hey, like lean on God. Like he's bigger than we are. Like for me, that's like a huge thing. You know, like whether that's you go to yoga and you find your center and you're Buddhist and I don't know. Nice. <laughs> no, keep going. You're like on roll. Buddhism. <laughs> you lean on that. But like, but that like has saved us in a lot of hard times in our marriage oh, and yeah. just like reminding each other like, hey, pray or write in your journal or whatever those things are that like you believe in mm-hmm. that's what has helped us through hard times but it's a common a common uh denominator like if you were to say that to him and he didn't believe in that shit at all he'd be like that's yeah, not but gonna help exactly like, but if he didn't believe in that stuff and yeah. i'm like hey this is what's helping me getting through hard times like this is what you need to like rely on. And I know this is what your beliefs are too. Like maybe we would struggle getting through hard times. If that makes sense a little bit more because we didn't have those core values that aligned. Yeah. Like maybe we'd have struggled a lot more, you know? I mean, I don't get it. And everyone else probably gets it because everyone goes through tough shit. Right. And so getting through that tough shit, takes a lot of fucking grit and not giving up and resilience so you got to know what you're fighting for but also i feel like i mean this is just me personally i feel like you know a lot of times you if you have nothing to fall back on and be like no this is why i'm doing this and if that list is really small like hey well why do i love my significant significant other what makes me want to fight for them? If that list is so small, I'm like, well, we disagree here. We don't align here. We don't align here. That list is shrinking. And that's where I have, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, faith in, in just getting to know someone. And that's why maybe I'm so blown away by people who don't know each other on that level. Because in those tough times, and if you haven't gone through them, you're going to go through them. And to get through those tough times, you're going to need something to fight for and to push for. So what is it? And if you don't align, that's why I'm like, you know, divorce rate's pretty high. And I get it. You know, just because I feel like, you know, maybe, I don't know if there's another word, but I feel like surface level almost nails it. Like your relationship is surface level. Straight up, because you don't know anything about that person. You don't know what politics they like, what, you know, if they're Democrat, Republican, you don't know if they're independent. You don't know if they believe in God. You don't know how they want to raise their kids. Like, what do you really know? What can you fall back on to push you through the hard times? Like, hey, well, they play video games with me and we have sex and, you know, we, uh, it's about it. Yeah. You know, like, what do you have to fucking fall back on? What do you have? And I feel like that's why I feel like digging deep and find out who they are. Like, you know who they are. You know who you're fighting for, you know? Yeah, and and I very easily could have fallen under the, the statistic of, you know, divorce rates. And 
it just took like I was at the point where I was falling apart. And it I think that's one thing that that I will never be able to, you know, thank my wife enough for is that she saw in me like the best version of myself all the time. That's that's how she looks at me when I don't look at myself that way. And she always pulls me through it. And even when I had no reason to, you know, have her stay by my side, I gave her every reason in the world to leave me. And she didn't. And that took me off guard. And I just didn't understand why. Like, why would you want to stay with me? I don't, I don't get it. Why would you want to stay with me? And she just saw something in me. And that's where the core value, like the person that I am, is what she saw. And she fought her ass off to bring that out of me when I didn't even see it in myself. And it took me a while to f- to figure that out, but I can't even express the appreciation that I have. And that alone like generated so much love that I will just, there's nothing that she can do now that I would ever leave her. Like she, she brought my fire back and just brought me back to who I could potentially be. But she saw it the whole time. I didn't. I was I think, a piece of shit, and she saw that I was great. I don't, I don't know why, but, but now I feel that way. Like I feel great. But she knows who, what your core values are, right? She knows who you are as a person is a good person, and that, mm-hmm. that's what she was like. Hey, you're going through a tough time, but this is who you are. That's not who you are, right? Oh yeah, a hundred percent. And I think that's what makes like a relationship strong is knowing that person's core values and knowing, Hey, you are a good person or you know what I mean? Like reminding them of that stuff when they are going through a hard time, whatever that is. And I think maybe that's where it comes back to making sure your relationship is solid. I mean, not even just like prayer. Like I did tell Brad, I was like, hey, like, because <laughs> I wasn't into this stuff when we first met, but like, um, like stones, mm-hmm. crystals and stuff. Yeah. I'm not like super into them and I don't know much about it. No, <laughs> maybe sure, like a modern God. hippie. <laughs> yeah, modern. We talked about that. We did talk about But I was like, Brad, I think like this got me through like, um, when we were trying to get pregnant and stuff, I got a few crystals and to me, I'm like, maybe it is the energy. Maybe it's just like the knowing that it's there and the reminder of it, like manifestation. Um, but I was like, Hey, like kind of brought that up to like to Brad and like this helped me through some things too. So mm-hmm. I think it's just like, there is a combination of things when you go through a hard time. Yeah. Support and like knowing your significant other and knowing your partner and being like, Hey, I think this might help because this is what helped me or just being there for them. You know? Yeah. Yeah, Maddie could tell me some like off the wall stuff that I 
would never see coming, but if she told it to me and like believed in it and that's what she wanted, then yeah, I'll, I'll have her back a thousand percent and I'll do my best to invest myself in it too. Like if it's, if it's something that you just need my help with or support and to not like poke fun or make fun of it or like mock it, then that's what I'll do. Like uh, if it's, if it means something to you, it means something to me. Oh, that's good, man. You know, and and I resonate with your story a lot. You know, we're similar in a lot of ways. It's crazy. You know, um, going through hard times, like, you know, Michelle's been there for me. And, you know, even with the rock stuff, like I got this rock and, you know, because I think everything has energy. I mean, the grass is alive. Trees are alive. You know, I feel like everything has energy. And, you know, I got a, they call it a tiger's eye. You know, tiger's eye. I yeah. loved it. I loved it though. It yeah. was perfect. It was it with was like good. what you were wanting to manifest and yeah, like bring it, it into kinda, your life. Yeah, bring in like you know positive energy and like manifesting creativity. And creativity and all that. And I was like, all right, you know, this could help out with the podcast and you know making clips and all that. And I was like, all right, and I just hold on to it ever since. You know, and I carried around me a lot and it. I'm not sure what it is about it either. Maybe it is a constant reminder of like, hey, no, we need to be positive. We need to manifest good things and good things will come. Yeah. You know, because I'm I'm a big believer in manifesting. It's hard to do it all the time because shitty stuff happens. It's hard to like picture yourself, you know, where you want to be, where your end game is. It's hard to do that all the time with shit weighing down on your, your shit that goes on. So... I don't know. It's good to have a constant reminder or something. And maybe there's energy to it. Maybe there's more to it than I think. I'm just kind of figuring out and going with it. And, you know, there's a lot of things. Like, if this shit works, I'm going to give a lot of praise to what helped me through all this stuff. That is 100%. Yeah. It's definitely. Through these hard times. It's crazy because I feel like with the, the rock, we've talked about, like, how do they know? what comes from this crystal yeah. or this stone like who came up with what comes out of it yeah because like, like where does that come from and this is this and i'm yeah. like oh so how do you know this rock puts you to sleep when you put it in your hand like is it the energy <laughs> it gives off you know and so there's some like stuff we just talked about and joked about yeah but, I mean, I'm sure there's people maybe that listen to this that uh, know more than us we don't really know a lot, well but. there's fucking uh what do you call them medians yeah like talk to the dead which i would love to do and brad's like brad and i talked about that and he's like i don't know if i would want that and i'm like i would love to do that yeah like somebody like channel somebody dead and tell you do you believe in that though well, I was do you, like do you believe that i think there's ghosts and spirits yeah but do you believe that other people can talk to the other side I don't know. I don't know what those ghosts and spirits are. No. Remember like the I'm story saying- I told you about? About my friend and how this kid... So, my friend went to a medium and this kid came to talk to her because they don't choose who talks to to you, right? Or it's, it's whoever whoever, whoever like, comes, comes down and to wants to visit you. Yeah. 
this kid comes and he she's like hey there's this guy here and he passed away in a car accident when you guys were in high school and my friend automatically knew who it was she's like and he just wanted to say thank you for being so nice to him in high school no one was really nice to him but you always were so kind to him and he really just wants to thank you for that and he like described who he was like she described to her like this kid it's a boy you went to high school with him he passed away in a car accident in high school and she was like oh my gosh how weird like she's like i never thought about him but he just came to talk to her blew my mind it was one of my friends you don't believe in this stuff yeah it's weird Uh, so my questions are like we're getting so, off topic. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. But, Good Lord. But Took with a turn. this, it's like, okay, so this random dude from high school, why? my question is, I'm like, well, why isn't the motherfuckers who want to see me, why isn't it my grandpa? Why isn't it? Well, you know, other people, people came to close. talk to her. This motherfucker this- cut the line. Was <laughs> no, he was just thanks. there. Like he just. You were so nice to me. Props, so I got, I got pump. foot zoned. Remember this? I got foot zoning done. Yeah. And the lady was like, "Yeah, there's a woman here. I it's thought an it was older a foot detox the whole time. By the way. <laughs> Not gonna it's an older. It's an <laughs> older woman. Like spears and shit. Sorry. It's like an older lady, and she's standing here with two kids, a boy and a girl. Which we don't have to get into today, but we do have a little boy and we have a little yep. girl in the freezer. Gets weird, but yeah, it gets weird. Quick story on it like, we, you know, went through IVF, got kids in the freezer. They said, um, the two healthiest, so out of like the seven that we have, there's two that are the healthiest, and so we said, Okay, you guys pick one. Because we don't want to know the gender, so it'll make it some sort of realistic. Because, you know, when you have a kid, you don't know what it is. A surprise. You know, but we're actually putting in one. So we want a little surprise. So it's like, just put in one of the of those two. Right? So we know we have a boy and a girl. Yeah. We had a boy, so the next one, healthiest, is a girl. Yeah. A little but better. how weird is that? And she's not a medium, but she does, like, some people do come to her when she's doing foot zoning. I was creeped out. I was like, this is weird. Like, and at that time, I had no idea we were going to have kids because we were struggling. Didn't ever think we would have a kid, actually, at that time. And she's like, I'm not saying they're your kids, but it is, like, an older woman, which, to me, was my mom because I always think about her and I think she's my guardian angel. Could be. But anyway, besides the point, she had a boy and a girl. I just believe this stuff is real. I mean, it's well, very weird. The yeah, thing Jake. is like with with religion in general is the power of belief. Mm-hmm. Like that's what gives you strength because if it turned out that you had an explanation for what you were just talking about and it was nothing that you believed in, like it would be shattering. Like it would just be like, okay, well I feel dumb, but the power of belief is huge. And it's not even like if it comes down to what's true, what's not, it's just what you believe in and what drives you and what 
like puts out positivity for you. Yeah. Because if you if you believe it, then you can make it happen or that can push you to the point that you couldn't get to without that belief. Manifesting, which you guys should have an then, episode on this. Yeah, you talk about the secret. <laughs> yeah. But I also think at that time, it's funny you say that. I did not believe this lady at all that I was going to have kids at mm-hmm. all. So now that looking back on that, and, and I didn't tell anyone about that. I maybe told you and maybe my parents and my parents were like, oh, it's probably like your mom and my uncle was with my mom mom is what they said to me. But I was like, I just like didn't believe that it was like, but for me, it like came full circle. Yeah. And to me, it's just weird because I mean, it is a weird thing. Again, I thought she's going to get like a detox, like a foot detox. <laughs> she's over here like, oh, I'm going to get a foot zone. I was like, oh, cool. Have fun. That's her, you know, where they suck out all the toxin through your feet. And they're like, all right, cool. And then she's Damn. like, yeah, they saw this woman and two children. And I was like, what? The what do you mean? What kind of pedicure did you get? Yeah, I was like, how much <laughs> detox do you go through? You have hallucinations. Yeah. But no, then she told me about it. And I was like, all right. You know, that's a little weird. And, you know, and it just makes more sense, though. Like, I don't know. Stuff's just too weird. Like, I believe maybe there's some coincidences, but, like, some big shit, I don't know how they can be. You know? Yeah. You believe everything happens for a reason. Fuck, I mean, if you're getting a foot zoning said there's, you know, this lady with two children, like, maybe your mom's like, hey, these are your two kids. Yeah. Go ahead. And honestly, like, that might be what we have. Maybe we might just have one more and we'll see. Like, who knows? But maybe. It's just the funny, like, is, that it matched up with, like, the two kids. And maybe people see what they want to see. But I don't know. Coincidences are weird. But wild. Weird shit is fucking weird. Well, that, that makes sense. <laughs> put I mean, that on a t shirt. We, we could all agree on that, right? Yeah, put that on a T, buddy. <laughs> I mean, if you disagreed with that, oh boy. Yeah, weird shit is weird. But. Anyway, I think coming back full circle back to what we were talking about, I think just when it comes to a relationship, I guess it's more than just, I mean, it is core values, obviously, but it's more than that. It's it's knowing who that person is, being there for them, supporting them. And yeah, believe me, we're not perfect. No. I know it's a couple. Of, we have, we hey, have fights. You agreed too quickly there. Oh so, yeah, you know, we're, we're gonna, gonna we're getting back. into a fight later. No, <laughs> no, like, we've been through some shit, this. you know, and and you know we have to dig too deep into everything. But I know everyone goes through shit as couples, and everyone has their problems, and people go through. You're gonna go through tough problems, and you know people go through everyday struggles, and you have this and that, and then you put on, you know, IVF. You put on, a, like, a lot of stress on things. Like, it's tough to get through shit. And, you know, that's why, you know, I'm, I'm going to fall back on, like, you you should get to know your significant other. Whether that's painful or not, but it's helped us through so many fucking problems. Because we know who they are. We know who the other one is. Like you're saying, P, you know, we've been down these roads and and, you know... Michelle's been there for me through so many times when I didn't think I needed it or deserved it. And like, 
if she didn't think that I was this amazing person, then she would have never done it. And the only way she knew that is to know who the fuck I was and like dig deep and ask 20 questions and find all the answers. Mm -hmm. You know, like it, if you don't know that, then, then what do you do? That's then one you get to fall back on like little shit, surface level shit. And it's hard. And, to... Hold on one more. And, <clears throat> you know, just from personal experience, I'm just telling you, like, you're going to need to know that through personal experience. Like, you're going to need to know who they are, who you're fighting for. 100%. Sorry, go on. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. I mean, I, don't know. I was on a, I was on a <laughs> ramp. But, you know. I was going to say, go preach, girl, preach. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I will, I will say that um, one thing that is, is very hard is when you are just so down on yourself and you can't possibly like see the situation outside of your own point of view. And then you have someone there that is seeing the best version of you like you don't look at yourself that way how can you look at me this way and then constantly like basically reminding you whether it be you know compliments or just pushing you to be what they know that you can be and it's hard because you know that you can be that but also you're like down on yourself so you don't think you can achieve what they see you as being. Yeah, and like then the one storm envelops you. Yeah. Like once, once you start breaking past it and once you start becoming who they see you as like, and you realize that, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty fucking cool. <laughs> like I'm, <laughs> I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty good person. Once, once that whole like guilt, starts to break through and it's just like so much gratitude that it's like, man, how the fuck did you put up with this? How did you, how did you see this in me when I couldn't see this? Like, I don't understand and I never will understand how you were able to do that. But thank you. Thank you up and down for forcing that because I could have collapsed. I could have fell apart. But I didn't, and there's one reason why I didn't, and that was because of you. So thank you. I'll I'll pay it back. I'll do whatever I can to make you feel that way. But my God, you're a strong woman. Yeah, and, and it <clears throat> takes that like you even see them in new light, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it's like. Uh, I fell in love with my wife all over again. Yeah, see how tough they are. How strong they can be. It's, it's wild. It's, uh, it's definitely an inexperience, that's for sure. Well, yeah. You know, uh, there's nothing like losing sight of who you are. Like, that's a battle in itself. That's a dark road. You know, and... I don't know if everyone has to go down that road, but it's definitely feels like rock bottom, you know, to, to fall down there, to not know who you are. And that can happen in so many ways. And I don't know if everyone has to go through it, but if you have to go through it, 
you know, it's going to be tough, man. And you're going to have to fall back on some things and you're going to have to find someone, something to know who you are, to help you through shit. You know, there's, there's going to be a lot of things that you're going to struggle with. <clears throat> Believe me, it ain't fun, but you know, you just got to try to find light in things. I'll tell you what, when, when you come out of it, it's a damn good feeling. It is like you are on top of the world. You feel a lot better than you were previously because d- depression and struggles are a bitch and it fucking will tear you down. It'll beat the shit out of you. But it's, it's one thing that you look back on and it's a moment to be proud of that you overcame that and you fought through that. And it almost makes you feel like, I can't believe I almost gave up. Like, cause this feeling I have now is fucking great. I know how I felt back then and I don't ever want to go back there, but it built me up to who I am now. And now I can go forward and teach that to my kids to myself, to my marriage. Like, it's just such a strong building block that unfortunately you had to go through, but you also know I'm not going to go back to that. Yeah. Mike Tyson, I love one of his quotes. You know, he's on some podcast. Uh, he said, you need to hit rock bottom. He said, the struggle is beautiful. He said, you don't think it at the time, but when you get out of it, he said, you look back and it's beautiful. And damn, know, that's a, that's a good quote. Yeah. It, it makes a lot of sense. It's a crazy one. And I think, you know, if you hit that and then you struggle out of it, you know, I think maybe on the other side and, you know, um, you know, when you're still going through some stuff, you know, it's still, you still look for that light. You still try to see these things and stuff. And, and when you're, when you, when you think, you know, like, Hey, maybe I'm out of it. You don't know, you know, but I think you'll know, I think, you know, by hearing a lot of things, you know, that you're saying and everything else, like when you, when you're fully out of it, I think you look back. Oh, I know that for damn sure. <laughs> like coming back to what, you were saying, Michelle, definitely a different person than when you guys first got married. I wouldn't even recognize myself when I first got married to my wife. And that's not a bad thing. We just happened to build and go through a lot of shit together. But coming out on this end, like I'm, I'm very, I'm very proud of how we progressed together and we stuck together. And like I can hang my hat on it and I I'm just very uh I'm very grateful that I wasn't given up on. I bet man. I think going through tough times makes you who you are. Makes you stronger. I think even in your relationship and as a person in general, you're just stronger. You know, what does, uh, what's his name? Eric Thomas say that you have to go diamonds. Oh God, you are, you are Brad's wife. 
I love Eric Thomas. <laughs> Thomas is so good, though. Do you oh, not like you Eric Thomas? It. He's so good. Eric Thomas, man. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes when you're feeling like shit or feeling Oh, bad, my gosh. Like, he's he so good. You up, you know? But he says something about how diamonds have to go through all that pressure. <laughs> yeah. And They're- then it goes through even more pressure. Yeah. He's like, oh, now you think you've been through it? Now you're going to get cut. Yeah. And then you yeah. go through more <laughs> shit. But it comes you, out a beautiful diamond, but, you, know? you know. I mean, you know, when you have to go through all that, fuck, it's hell. It ain't cool. It's not but fun. That's why. That's why when you look at like old people, they're fucking the strongest people, and just like yeah, you can tell them all sorts of but... shit. Yeah, well, <laughs> naturally, I mean, a, a swift wind, and we got to time down. Oh yeah. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. I mean, you could say someone died and they'd be like, oh, well, okay. And it's like, what do you mean? Like, I just told you devastating news. They're like, yeah, I've been through worse. Yeah, what'd your grandma say? Like, I don't know, you told me something straight about it. Like, oh, so-and-so died. And she's like, oh. Just had like a nonchalant reaction. I don't know if you remember that or not. I don't because she's fucking the crazy woman who talks to ghosts, so. Does she? Do you believe in mediums? <laughs> mediums bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fucking medium's too spicy for me, but I digress. <laughs> you need some mild. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, she's 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 one of them odd cases that nothing will like shake her, yeah. and she talks to ghosts as well. So I love that. You she's need to hybrid. talk to your grandma. Yeah, I, I need to take a break from my grandma for a minute. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I just uh, spent a lot of time at her house recently, just doing renovations and blah 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 blah. But oh, okay, she, she's turned she's turned 83 yesterday, and for her birthday, I decided to uh, do her a favor and take care of a wall that was flooded. Next thing you know, open up the wall, full of mold. Wow. She's <laughs> staying at my house that night, and I'm like, yeah, 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 great birthday favor. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> 83, huh? Well, let's see what 84 brings. <laughs> Fuck, dude. My grandma's 83. No, she'll be 83. She'll no, be she'll eight. be 82. <clears throat> 82. Young gun. 82. Right. Man, she has Alzheimer's. Yeah, I mean, that's... yeah, it gets rough being around her, you know? It's, it's like the same conversations, you know? It's... It's hard seeing, you know, it's also frustrating at times and it's weird and they don't know who you are, but you know, like getting, getting old is weird. You know, like you just don't care about some things. She's like, I have Alzheimer's, but I don't care. I'm like, well, I don't remember that you don't care in a minute, but. Right. Hi, I'm Tom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, nice to meet you. Yeah. She says that she works with her son at Boeing. Oh, yeah. Dude. Who is 10 months old. <laughs> 100%. You know, He's a genius. Put the kid at the we're table like, and stuff, and she's like, oh, hey, I used to work with him at Boeing. We're like, what did he do there? He's 10 months. Yeah, I was like, you work with the, wait, the baby? 10 months old. <laughs> and see, and that's crazy, because like the reality is, is just so separated. Like, they... Like your grandma fully believes that it's just like a, a memory. Yeah, it's weird. And I was like, "Well, what does he do at Boeing?" 
oh, he just smiles and gets all the, the girls. girls and yeah. it's like, <laughs> okay, I think well, that's a good answer. I honestly think that maybe <laughs> <your bases. laughs> yeah, it's a pretty good one. I think so that maybe someone has brought in their kid into work and she remembers that like maybe. a little baby coming yeah. into work or something. Yeah. It's just weird what it does to your brain and like what aspect of time it puts you in. She's had a stroke too, though, so it's yeah. different than all. Yeah, progress pretty quickly after that. Yeah, it's been not too fun, and I don't know. Sometimes it's it's the only thing is to joke about it. You know, <laughs> she ran away. Like, you know, yeah, and your dad said, "I'm gonna paddle your ass." <laughs> oh yeah, hundred percent. He's like, "Hey, get in the house," because she's trying to like flag people down, and, like call the cops. <laughs> For no reason. Yeah. Just wants to leave. Yeah, and she's like, I, I'm like, okay, Graham, why are you so mad? Like, eh. Well, those people over there, and I'm like, you know, and you kind of get into it, and it's just like childlike behavior and stuff. And yeah, but she's just cruising away, <laughs> flagging down like anyone. Hey, call the cops. So it's like, my dad's like, come here. You know, like, I'm gonna paddle your ass. You're acting like you're five. He's like, don't think you're above a spanking. <laughs> he didn't. It was for like, everyone. Yeah, he didn't actually do it, but it was. It just it was so funny. super fucking funny. You know, having him like say that he, he resorted back to, <laughs> to his mom and raising a child. Well, yeah, they don't listen. Well, it's they like just they like, do like at so they call it sundowners. Yeah, and she. Re- resorts back to her like when she was a child so she starts acting like she's a kid yeah like and your five, dad's like you were a spoiled brat when you were a kid yeah you must have been a spoiled brat as a kid because she acts like yeah because she acts she's like, like no i'm not gonna do this. like she thinks her parents are still alive yeah yeah That's, you know where they you are know. And, and things and some days are better than others but like it's one of those things you have to like laugh at these situations yeah because they're they're frustrating at the time but you know to actually make them not as frustrating you kind of got to like laugh about some things and bring humor because it actually you know like when talking about joel with like the dead bodies and stuff like right. it's obviously not fun not a cool thing but in order to like get through you have to like you know, make light of situations and stuff and like, you know, go through some things and like, Hey, maybe it'll be funny. Maybe I'm frustrated, but like, we have to laugh about them. Otherwise it's going to be tough. And you realize like, Hey, well, they're not here anymore. Like my grandma's not here anymore. Like I had a big moment with my grandma and it's probably the last one I'll ever have, but like I was having a frustrating day and she just came over and she's like, Hey, can I give you a hug? Yeah. I remember you telling me that. Yeah. And she was just like, I, I've known you your whole life. Like, you're going to be okay. You're a good person. And it was like, my grandma with Alzheimer's, like, came out of nowhere with her, you know, memory of me. Like, she actually knew who I was, not a coworker, not this or whatever, not some stranger. Like, she knew who I was, and it was pretty special, but I don't think we'll get that moment again, you know. And well, it's, as long as you hang on to that moment, though. Like, you knew, you had that moment. It meant something to you. So no matter how, you know, this day going forward, if she declines, if you never have a moment like that again, stick to that one because that's the one that she's going, that that was like the real, what she wanted to say to you. Don't, don't think of me, you know, as the toddler that needed a whooping. 
running down the road. Like <laughs> comes out with her underwear oh, on top yeah. of her pants. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like that's obviously <laughs> yeah. not how she she would normally act or want to be remembered. Yeah. But it, it's kind of funny how it like resorts back to to that. I mean, they've lived their entire life. They've gone through hell and back. They've they've lived a full life experience, and then at the end, they almost are back to childhood. Need need help. Need they can't get by without someone else. And mm-hmm. it's it's like at what point is like the pride taken away? Like I wouldn't want to be you know, depending on someone or having them think of me differently. Like I've lived my entire life this way. I've, I've went through challenges that you can't even believe. And like towards the end, like I want you to still, I want my dignity, I guess. Right. Like how you want to be remembered. Yeah. And that's one of the toughest things about Alzheimer's. It's like, okay, I want to be around you, but you're not even the same person. And so it kind of conflicts with remembering who they are Mm -hmm. now, presently, and who they were that you remember. Mm -hmm. You know, she gave you a good moment. Oh, yeah, it was huge. And honestly, this might be the last one I ever get. And that's, you know, I I realize that now, and, you know, it makes it pretty special. Yeah, man, you you just you never know, like when stuff can hit you and start taking over. And I remember my grandma, like she started to have Alzheimer's, and then it just got way worse. And I was like, no, like she would just forget little things here and there. And I'm like, ah, oh, Graham, you know, as long as you remember who I am, we're good. And then when that day comes, you're like, Phew. yeah, that started going away. Yeah, I'm just the coworker half the time, and you know it, it's tough in its own ways. But you accept things for what they are. But like, you know, you kind of got to make light of things and laugh about situations and stuff. It might not be funny at the time. Pull her chin hair out in the middle of dinner at a yeah, restaurant. That was super funny though. <laughs> Brad's like, uh, Grim, you got a hair right here, and, he, <laughs> and listen, chin- this thing was like. When she was talking, it was having like a talk with me. Like it was like her hype man in the background, you know, like through her neck, straight up. And I was like, Grandma, I have to get that. No, your dad's like, well, get it then, bud. And we're at the restaurant. We're at a restaurant in a casino. And Brad's like, and I was like, all right. And I fucking yanked that bitch out. And she's like, well, the first pool, it didn't come. Oh, yeah, it didn't come out of slip tunes. And then she's like, yeah, put her chin out and I snagged it. My dad's like laughing. He's like, I thought it was on her shirt. And I was like, no, that thing was just talking with her mouth. Oh, God. I stretched that thing to the floor before it came out. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Had to roll it up on a back. <laughs> it was yeah. definitely good times. Yeah. She never wants to hold kids and she's held Robbie. If- oh, let me hold him. Yeah, she thinks he's the best baby. And I'm like, listen. <laughs> you don't know this kid. You know, you're not with him all the time. <laughs> your your judgment's a bit off right now. Right? <laughs> she's a Oh, he's just the best kid, isn't he? And I'm like, he's pretty good. <laughs> you know, like he he's he's a good kid, but he is a good kid. Pete, let me ask you this: Do kids go through whining stages where they just fucking whine? They're like. 
Eh, I don't like any toys in front of me. Meh, meh, meh. Does the bear <laughs> shit in the woods? <laughs> and I'm like, God damn it, Will. What do you want me to do? Are you hungry? That's, a, that's the biggest thing is like you trying to reason of why they're doing it. <laughs> and it's impossible. Because it, it could be the same fucking thing the next time. And you're like, well, this worked last time. Why isn't it working this time? Oh, I held it wrong. Oh, you wanted this one, not this one. It's not rational. It doesn't make any sense. But you know what? You're going to have to put up with some squawking and some crab babiness. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Well, sissy boy. Sometimes they're going to be mad just to be mad. He has a temper. Oh, yeah. He's chill. So you put him in bed when he doesn't want to go to sleep and that motherfucker loses his mind. Like, well, straight up losing his mind in the crib for, like, 20 minutes. Like, I'm talking about, he acts like he's getting stabbed <laughs> over and over. And I'm like, dude, you got to go to bed. And he's on his, you know, on his hands, posted up, grabbing the fuck. And then you go in. And you go in and he's quiet. And he smiles. Oh, hey, <laughs> hey yeah, I, yeah, why are you in here? I didn't do anything. Did you hear that crying? Yeah, I don't know where that crying is going from. What's up? You want to hang out? No, motherfucker. It's it's bedtime. We need our sanity. We need to go hang out. He hears the door closed, and then he just instant bawling. He's getting stabbed again. I'm like, who's in here? Is there a ghost? Like what? What is up right now? It could be. Is there a spirit? We need to you know say a prayer right now, dude. (laughs) Because. Why your actions are out of control? It's wild. Wait until teething. Oh, we're going through that right now. He has all four top teeth, front ones, posted up about to bust through. None are coming through, though. So he's an asshole. Get him a teething necklace. Oh, buddy. I think we know about teething everything. No, the amber (laughs) necklace. I put it on him. Remember when he was little? The amber all right, maybe yeah. we, maybe I don't know everything. Yeah, you've seen it. You're like, why? <laughs> I give him like these sticks, and he has everything. We even got him this. Yeah. What are you, a caveman? Chew on this stick. <laughs> Listen, I only call that. It's like one of those, like I don't know, banana. It's like a biscuit. Yeah, but it's rolled in like a stick. What the fuck are you? I don't know. It's like, a, it's like, like a, a cookie, but it's shaped like a fruit roll up. Give him a treat? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He gnaws on it like a dog. Yeah, he starts chewing on it and whatever. When he first got it, he got a little too wild with it. Secret recipe, rum. That's what I said. Put it on the rag. Rum on the gums. Okay, but did you do that? Oh, yeah. Okay, so what I think is I'm like, is this going to affect his brain development? Oh, stop thinking that. Knock it off. <laughs> it, what the it's fuck alcohol. are you doing? You've already shoved a stick in his mouth and a banana. I've heard also. <laughs> Wait, Pete. Little, a little quick rewind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I came up with that, Brad. Totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> what, the rum on his gums? Yeah. Well, I rum. said I said put alcohol in a rag and, and freeze then it. And what did you say? And then chew it. But no, not to the baby. 
And then, <laughs> what did you say? We got to rewind a little more. <laughs> and then, what did you say? Is oh, gonna... but I'm worried about his brain development. Yeah. Yeah, stop. So, that. we haven't done it. Not no, we enough. haven't. He's acting like, I've been coming up with this idea for years, Brad. You've been shutting it down. No, no, no. No, no. you come up with this idea the and necklace. then you shut yourself down. The necklace. <laughs> yeah, the, the necklace actually helps. The necklace sounds good. I've never heard of this before, but go on. I need to get another one because the one I have, I can't find. So it's chewing necklace? No, it's just no, it's... a necklace of amber that goes around their neck. He's who's had it on amber? before. It's a stone. Who the hell's amber? amber? Who's hell has amber stone? Ivey. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. I these are These are little remedies that you don't even believe, but when you start working, you're like, all right. I'll take it. Yeah, we're going to have to have a chat about these remedies offline and possibly more. Rum on his gums? Do you think we want to try it? Well, you think he's going to come out just like a, a dipshit after and just yeah, not that's know what how I was to thinking. learn? I mean, I feel like she envisions like sloth from the Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you see one eye droop, then you should probably stop pouring him shot. thinking more like chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Like forest, <laughs> run forest. Yeah, you know. Well, at least he'd be fast. I mean, what the hell? Run forest. Yeah, worried about it. I'm like, I don't know. Like, he's gonna sit on the short bus. He's done it for how many years before teething tablets or anything's came out? They've been like, oh yeah, a little rum on your gun gums it numbs your mouth. Probably. Yeah. Teething it, tablets I mean, are works, a lifesaver. It works every time. Yeah. Teething tablets are just like some frozen stuff for it's like a frozen cloth for him to chew on. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we know. We Doused do some rum. That's Doused. what I was thinking. I was about to say, where's the follow up? Frozen <laughs> rum towel. Yeah. I mean, I always found it easier to go to bed drunk, and children respond the same way. So that's just bad being drunk. I thought you were going to follow up with, so I'm drunk, so I'm ready. (laughs) I'm drunk, so I need a partner. Fill her up, kid. (laughs) You want to sing the blues together? Let's go. Let's go. All right. Well, I'm going to pop in a quick teething tablet. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Hey, well, uh, you guys got any anything else? Finishing shit. No, it was good. Thanks for finally letting me on your podcast after all yeah. these years. You know, they say years. one and done. <laughs> <laughs> really? uh, I thought it was good. Now we actually got to set up, you know, now I mean, we got to set up where we can have some guests on and whatnot. So, like, Todd came over. That was local. Yeah, Why that was fun. Yeah, we know some other people and they'll get a little little bit of a setup. More and more. You know, if you guys want to donate to help out. Expand a little bit. Patreon's always cool. So, I'm holding a sign outside. Oh yeah, he's gonna start being on the corner. Like, hey guys. Have a lemonade stand. <laughs> lemonade stand with the Venmo. He's <laughs> <laughs> going to charity, yeah. Charities for Untamed Entertainment Podcast. You want to support it? Here's some lemonade. I'm out of rum. My kids, my kid can't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Right. Jeez. Fuck. Till next time. Cheers. <laughs>
<laughs> uh, cheers.